kick off your shoes and relax your feet listening to transparent introvert hey 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 this is Lorena and you are listening to transparent introvert I'm giving you 90s vibes I bet you didn't know I could sing just a little bit now Today's topic is going to be about online dating. And I'm also going to be talking about my disaster, or should I say disasters with a S, with online dating. But before we get into this topic, you already know what you have to do. Go back to my other podcasts. What was I talking about? Daddy issues. Yes, I have daddy issues. So pause this one and go over and listen to my other podcast. Listen to me talk about my daddy issues. I'm an introvert. How do I have daddy issues? What did I say? I'm trying to be transparent. Now, you're back. Let's talk about this thing called online dating. Okay. Now, some people do online dating because they are introvert, they are a introvert like myself. And to my new listeners, I have a lisp. So, some people do online dating because they are a introvert like myself. They do online dating because they have a hectic work schedule. But just because they have a hectic work schedule does not mean that they do not want to have a love life. Or should I say, a social life. And there are other reasons, multiple, a plethora of reasons why people online date. I'm going to say to you right now, what it's looking like out there, why not online date? Now, to those who do not agree with online dating, let me know why you disagree with online dating. And for those who do agree with online dating, please let me know why you agree with online dating and I promise again I promise that I will answer whatever questions you have if you have a statement I will put it in my next podcast if you want your voice to be heard on my podcast I will do that too I'm an introvert I'm trying to be transparent but anyway I need your input listeners I need your input now Since we're talking about online dating and the pros and cons of online dating, the pros are you might find a man. You might find a woman. If you're a man, you might find a woman. If you're a woman, you might find a man. Hey, if you like the same sex, hey, you might find the love of your life. Online dating. Now, me, myself, and I, yes, we are Three people 
Because sometimes when I'm alone, I talk to myself. Not so much out loud, but in my head. No, I'm not crazy. The doctor told me so. Anyway, me with online dating, I didn't have that much luck. Now, I did it multiple times. Apparently, I did not learn the first time. I did not learn the second time. I did not learn the third time, nor the fourth or the fifth. I got to six. Yes, I got to six. Now, my first candidate, or should I say loser? Maybe that's too harsh. It didn't work, so you tell me what to call it. So, the first person that I online dated with, and I'm going to just say this so that I don't have to say it with every person. I talked to each and every guy. I talked to them online for a good amount of time before I gave them my phone number or we even met in person. Now, I'm not really going to go into detail with each and every one, but it's going to be a couple that I talk about in detail because my feelings was hurt. And one of them I'm still butthurt over. Yes, I said that I'm butthurt. A lot of females would not admit, nor males would admit that they were butthurt over a situation. They'd be like, oh my God, like I ain't even got to worry about that. Like, yo, what's the past? It's the past. And like, yo, I'm better than, man, look, I'm butthurt. Anyway, the first one. He, um, he was an introvert like me. And I, I, I thought that that was great. Cause I'm like, all right, now I don't have to be forced into coming out of my comfort zone. I can be myself and everything like that. And I don't have to think about changing in any way. But can I say he was too much of an introvert? And when I say too much of an introvert, I mean that, um, I don't quite know the name of it. But it's a phobia. He has a phobia. And if any of my listeners had the name, I don't feel like Googling it right now. I don't feel like Googling it. I don't feel like Googling it right now. But if you have the name, let me know. But he had a phobia of being outside. Of being outside. So with that being said, he worked from home. He stayed in one room. He didn't move. Everything that he needed was in his one room, but yet he owned, and yes, I did my research, and he really did, he owned a three-story house, but he stayed in one room, which was the basement, because he was afraid to go anywhere where there were multiple windows. So he had a phobia of going outside or the inside coming in which meant that everything around him was dark. I could not deal with that. And he also had um, this, it's not a phobia, but this type of, um, I don't even know what to call it, but he could not get aroused unless the female was sleeping. There's a name for that. I do not feel like Googling it. Um, I tried so hard. And the reason why I do not know the name is because I tried so hard 
to block this out of my mind because that scared me. It scared me. Um, and I kind of asked him being stupid and naive and well, not naive, but being ignorant or whatever. I asked him, like, is that the same thing with, with like people that like to have sex with dead people? No, I did not have sex with him. I did not have sex with them. I'm being transparent. So whoever's listening and they feel like I'm being too transparent. Hey, my podcast is raw, uncut, unscripted. Anyway, I'm talking to you like you're in front of me. No, we did not have sex with each other. But those were two things that I could not deal with. I could not deal with someone having a phobia to that degree you like to that degree you need to to talk to some to a professional not saying that he's crazy because it's a lot of people who have phobias of a lot of things I'm not saying that he's crazy but it's a professional that he needs to talk to um with both things and that that I couldn't deal with the phobia and I couldn't deal with the other thing that scared me. So bye-bye candidate number one. So let's go to candidate number two. Candidate number two had PTSD. Now I said that I wasn't going to go into deep, deep detail and I'm not, but candidate number two had PTSD. I didn't know he kind of like brushed over the fact that he had PTSD, but he had PTSD very bad to the point that it scared me. And no, he didn't physically do anything um, that caused alarm, but his actions, the way that he acted was very, very weird. And me being from Philly, when people do certain things, you know that at some point there is going to be a big blow up in what it is that they do. So I could not deal with that. And also to go along with that, um, and him and the, he had a whole lot of meds that he had to take every day every day and it seemed like he was taking meds all day because he also had anxiety because that goes with PTSD and and some other things um that went along with PTSD and he said that he was in the military um I do research I do research I have people that do research for me so when I'm dating somebody yes I do have somebody that I do I have multiple people that actually investigate for me and um there was really no record of this person being in the military but I'm not gonna call him a liar but he had PTSD real real bad um and that was something that I could not deal with I did not want to put my life in danger um for something like that I, I wanted to be in love but didn't want to be in love that bad um and along with his PTSD his Peter Pecker was 
like a baby turtle's tail. You can stop. You can go look up a baby turtle and look at their tail. And you can see what it is that I'm saying. You can picture what it is that I'm saying. So those were two things that I could not deal with. Um, candidate number three, candidate number three, um, after talking to him and everything like that, I realized that, uh, he did not, I repeat, did not have a place to stay of his own. Um, he did not have a place to stay of his own and he lived with other family members he lived with other family members um and I found this out I I didn't really I didn't really pay it any mind because you know we all have hard times we all have hard times and we all um need to lean on other people in order to get back on our feet but I realized that uh after some time that he wasn't trying to get back on his feet because one day when we were having breakfast he asked me why haven't I offered him a key and me being the sarcastic person that I am I said you have a key is right here. The Bible is sitting right on the ta- on the table. That is the key to life. The key that the key of all keys. I'm telling you, the Bible is the key of all keys. He didn't find my sarcasm funny, and he was actually talking about a key to my place. Oh yes, he was talking about a key to my place. No, sir, you're not getting a key to my place. One, we haven't even been dating for six months. And two, yeah, I don't want to live with somebody until, hmm, maybe after I'm married. I don't know. I did it right the first time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I was married before. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, no, you're not getting a key. Um, and also at this time when me and him was dating, I also was not really thinking about, um, being, studying abstinence. I wasn't, wasn't thinking about none of that. Um, so yes, I was thinking about fornicating and to add on to him only really wanting to be with me to have a place to stay he also had ed and he was in denial and that was something that i really didn't want to deal with i didn't want to take care of a grown man i didn't i didn't want to take care of a grown man and at the same time have to talk to him about things that he's not even old enough to be dealing with I, I I don't know I didn't want to deal with that but most of all I didn't have I didn't want to deal with most of all him wanting to stay with me and that's the only reason that he was talking to me candidate number four or should I say loser number four I know that's harsh but anyway 
Candidate number four. He made me think that uh, he stayed on his own. He made me think that he had this spectacular job and everything like that. And please don't get me wrong. I do not care about the type of job a person has, but I care that they are trying in this world. That is what I care about because I myself am a hardworking individual and I am trying and I'm trying to stand on my own two feet. So I would think and I want the person that I am talking to slash dating or in a relationship with, and we can talk about the difference between dating a relationship and talking. There, There is a difference. But in them three categories, I want that person to be trying to take care of themselves and stand on their own two feet. But after, after a while, he couldn't keep up the facade. And I realized that he was living with his mother, sharing a room with his brother, and sleeping on a twin-size bed. Now, I, don't, I didn't really care that he lived with his mom because, again, we all have bad times in our lives and we need to lean on somebody. But at no point in time did he even looked like he was trying to do anything. He had a job, but he spent all of his money on smoking weed. When we would talk to each other, he's smoking weed. When we would be around each other, he would be smoking weed. No, I do not smoke weed or anything of that nature. I don't at all. I don't even I drink but I don't even drink that much it's once in a blue that you will see alcohol in my hand and and you come in my house there is no alcohol in my house at all um but I don't knock anybody that do but he spent all his money on smoking weed and he lied and said that he didn't have any children and he did all girls three three girls and the way that him and his children's mother were communicating with each other and conversing you can tell that they were still sleeping with each other again I was at a point in my life where I didn't care about um giving my body to an individual and I was so stuck on looks and everything like that and I started to notice that every time I seen him that's what he wanted he wanted me to give myself to him if you know what I mean um that's what he wanted and then every chance that he got what did he do ask me for money But that money wasn't going towards helping with his children, not saying that I had to. That money wasn't going towards any dates or anything like that that we were going on. Because when we went on dates, I paid. He smoked all of my money. Well, I'm not going to say all of my money, but he smoked up the money that I did give. Me being stupid and ignorant. I gave him money, yes. 
a grown man. I gave him money. Um, so I realized that he only wanted me for money and sex. He didn't really want to be in a relationship. He just wanted just that one thing. And I'm gonna let you know that each and every person that I talk about on this podcast, we have talked about relationship, not, oh, we didn't set any boundaries or anything like that. Boundaries were set and these were things that they agreed to, but yet didn't follow through with. Okay. Now we get to number five. Number five, he, OMG, he always accused me of seeking attention of other males. Or if I wasn't seeking attention of other males, he was always accusing me of cheating. I could be doing a double at work. Hmm in his mind and he made it verbal I was cheating with some guy it would be times where we be together and he's saying that I smell like some guy when I smell like coconut and dove guys love a girl that smell like cocoa butter or coconut and dove yes so that's what I would smell like. And he would say that I smell like another man. Delusional. So, I tolerated that for a little bit. Because at this point, I'm like, I'm going to prove that I am not doing anything but being a good female. Or trying my best to be a good female. Go to work. Come home. If he came over, I would cook. We would go on dates. Normal things. But he would constantly accuse me of things that I I was not doing. And I was having no thoughts of doing. Okay. If that's not enough... One day, I allowed him to take a shower at my house. Normally, I wouldn't see his feet. Because he would either have on sneakers or he would have on slides or whatever guys call flip-flops. Whatever they call them. Adidas or Nike flip-flops with socks on. One day... He came from playing basketball. I allowed him to take a shower at my house. I saw his feet. Now, I have a thing with feet. And I don't mean that I have a fetish. I don't have a fetish. And there's nothing wrong with with people that have feet fetish. But I don't have a fetish. I just have a thing with feet I don't touch feet I don't touch other people's feet I don't allow other people to touch my feet yes I touch my own feet because you have to wash your feet but he had feet fungus his toenails were 
very disgusting. Um, and I'm I'm like a, a germaphobe a little bit, just a little bit. So in my mind, I'm like he was taking a shower in my shower and did not clean a shower, which means that whatever's going on with his feet is in my shower. And then he didn't have anything on his feet. So he was walking on my hardwood floors with his feet. I was like, oh man, I don't know how I'm going to get this out of my head. But it was driving me up a wall. I tried to help him with it. And I I knew that, you know, um, like regular, like, antifungal cream wasn't going to work because like it was so far gone that he had to have it for a while and didn't take care of it um so yeah had that issue and then we had the issue of because of course I was giving my body to individuals I'm not going to say individuals because that make me sound like I was just out here thighing and bopping um but I decided to give myself to him well I, I, I was um and then I found out that his Peter Pecker has a turtleneck now if you don't know what that means, think about it. And if you really, really don't know what that means after thinking about it, that means that you're probably too young to be listening to this podcast. Anyway, it had a turtleneck. So I could, all of that together, accusing me nonstop of things that I was not doing and me trying to prove that I was not doing these things. And the crazy thing is, I haven't even been dating you for a full year. For a full year, I have not been dating you. And I have to deal with you accusing me of different things. I cannot take that. You have a foot problem that you seriously need to deal with. And you're just in denial and you don't want to deal with it or whatever the case may be. And it's grossing me out. I can't deal with that. And then your Peter Pecker has a turtleneck. And I never had to deal with that before. And in my mind, I'm saying, if you're not dealing with the feet issue, then you can't possibly be really making sure that your turtleneck is right. I can't deal with that either. So you have to go and the simple fact that he also I found out he also needed a place to stay now I will say he was a gentleman um and he tried his best to provide and he had children and he made that known and I mean in in the in that area great but in the other areas I could not I couldn't I couldn't deal with that. Now, last lastly. Um 
And this actually happened not too long ago. Not too long ago, dealing with a guy. Um, and like I said before, all of the guys that I, I conversed with online, and uh, we all we all talked at the various times that I was talking to them. We all set boundaries and said what it was that we wanted. And we all established that we wanted to be in relationships and that we were going to get to know each other until we felt comfortable enough to be in a relationship. And when we felt comfortable enough to be in a relationship, that is when we met each other and started going on dates and everything like that. So we get to the last one. Number six. Yes, it was six of them. Last one. Number six. We're talking and everything like that. And this one was a little different because he was long distance. And when I say long distance, I don't mean like, oh, on one, I mean, he live in Texas and I live in Pennsylvania. No, I mean long distance, like an hour away from each other, long distance. That's the long distance. I don't really do long distance relation. Well, I'm not going to say that I don't do them, but I haven't done one yet. But we called that long distance because it wasn't like, oh, yeah, like, all right, you're right around the corner. An hour. Which meant that he just lived in the next state over. And where I live at, all you do is jump on either 95 or 76, and boom, you're right there. 95 takes you to anywhere. Anywhere. you want, Wherever you want to go, jump on 95 you either jump on 95 go north or jump on 95 going south and 76 zigzags all through 95 so you can jump on 95 and end up on 76 or you can be on 76 end up on 95 anyway I said all of that to say that he was only an hour away the next state over but we still called it a, a long distance relationship so He didn't have a car at the time I did. Um, but the problem was he did not stay somewhere that I could come and, and chill and relax and everything like that, which meant that he had to always come to me. Did I ever see him? No. Even when I was going to pay for him a $10 trip, $10 bus ticket to come here, he still wouldn't come. He would always have some excuse of why he can't come. And I would always end up catching him in a lie. I wouldn't tell him that I know that it's a lie. I didn't tell him that I knew that he was lying on things until until I couldn't take it no more. I couldn't take no more of the lies. I couldn't take no more of anything. I couldn't take it no more. 
he would never come he would never come to see me he would always have an excuse of why he can't come and see me he, he would always have a lie and then he would lie to me and I didn't even ask for the lie or whatever he would just come up with this elaborate story or lie that I wasn't even I didn't even ask for um and on top of that he would always ask for money now what the thing that when it when every when I just was like you know what I'm done with him after having all the patience that I could was when it was one morning I woke up and and I'm not a morning person but I I woke up this this one particular morning I woke up and when I woke up I seen that my cash app notification was up. And he was requesting that I send him $50. Decline. No, I'm not sending you $50. Now, he had my cash app name because it was a couple times where he was saying that he was stranded somewhere or something was going on. And I cash apped him. I'm a I'm a millennial. I cashed after it too. This one particular day, I woke up in the morning. He, my cash app notification was up, and uh, he was requesting fifty dollars. No, sir, you are not getting another dime from me. I can't even get you to take me out on a date. I can't even get you to come to where I live. And it's only the next state over. If you were in the car, you paying, you're only crossing a bridge and paying a small toll. Hmm. No, sir. You are not getting another dime from me. You're not going to lie to me again. You're not going to do any of those things. And to add add on top of that, like he would text me when he wanted to. He would call when he wanted to. And I know you're thinking, oh, maybe he was catfishing you. No, I actually seen this guy on video. We were talking and everything like that. And we did that multiple times or whatever the case may be. Because at times I was feeling like, all right, I'm getting catfished or whatever. Because maybe this guy in these pictures is not really the guy that I'm talking to. But he really was the guy that I was talking to. So he called and and everything like that when he wanted to. And then when I would get mad, then he, oh, man, I love you. And, and, And this, that, to the third. Sir, you do not love me. And I don't know what you got going on. But, hmm, I am not sending you no money. And then at one point, he was talking about coming to live with me. Yeah, nah, you need a place to stay, and you need money. Yeah, bye. I heard from him a couple days ago. He texted me, and what did he ask for? Money. Yeah, so, as... You are listening to me. You are hearing my six disasters of online dating. 
six disasters of online dating. Yes, it took me six times of negativity to realize that uh, online dating ain't for me. It is not for me. And the reason that I started online dating is because I'm an introvert and because I have a job that's demanding. So why not on the go? I can scroll and be like, oh yeah, maybe, you know, and you meet people from everywhere with online dating. So I decided to give it a chance. My podcast listeners, tell me, what was your experience with online dating? If you don't online date, tell me if you like to start online dating. Tell me any horror stories you had on online dating. Are you for it? Are you against it? I don't know. Online dating don't look too good for me. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Rain. 